you're here. Okay, so in this lesson, we're going to be talking about fiber. And I know it kind of sounds a little bit boring, but fiber is actually really exciting. It's the third thing that is going to influence the calorie density of a food. So knowing whether something is higher or lower in fiber or how this helps you to get and stay full is going to be so key for you being able to move forward in this lifestyle. So first of all, what is fiber? Fiber is the undigestible bits of the whole foods that you're eating. So you don't digest this food, but your gut bacteria does. And why fiber is so key is that it crowds out calories. You don't absorb the food, the calories coming from the fiber that you eat. They pass through your system and you poop them out. So if you have a higher fiber food, you are going to be absorbing less calories. It dilutes the calories because it adds fiber. And your gut bacteria, which gut bacteria is getting a lot of publicity at the moment, is something that's actually called the forgotten organ. It is so important to your health and your weight loss. And these little guys weigh about the same as a kidney. <laughs> so let's have a little, little look at this chart right here. So when you think about something like apple, for example, if you're eating whole apples, you've got the same number of calories as if you had apple juice. But if you think about apple juice, which has had the fiber from those apples removed, you could consume that in seconds. It's very, very high in calories, but it is going to empty out of your stomach really, really quickly. Whereas when you're consuming all of those apples, and that could be 10 apples for a cup of apple juice, it's going to take you a long time to eat it, and it has a lot of fiber. It would physically make you full for a long time, and it would empty out of your stomach really slowly. So because you have to actually physically chew a lot when you're eating high fiber foods, you're actually producing more saliva as well. And when you have some more saliva, you've got more volume in your stomach, so you are able to feel fuller. Another cool thing about fiber is it slows sugar absorption. So when you just drink apple juice, all of those calories from sugar are going to be absorbed really, really quickly into your intestine. Whereas when you eat the sugar with the apples, that's going to be absorbed all the way along your intestinal tract. And because your intestinal tract only absorbs calories that it comes directly in contact with, some of those calories from the apple actually get walled up and blocked off by the, the fiber in the apples and you don't even absorb them. So you're pooping out more calories, even from eating the same amount of calories. So fiber also blocks calories when you are eating a high fiber food with a lower fiber food. For example, if you were to eat celery with peanut butter, you absorb less of the calories from the peanut butter because they get blocked off by some of the fiber in the celery and you poop more of them out. Win-win! So even for the same number of calories, a high fiber diet would have less calories absorbed, therefore more of a calorie deficit than the same number of calories from a low fiber diet because you are absorbing less of those calories. So when you eat fiber, you also have less of a desire for high calorie processed foods. I mean, we know how hard it is to deal with this stuff, so I'll take any advantage that I can get. When you drip these fatty acids onto people's colons, which I know sounds kind of gross, so I'd rather have my food the regular way, it actually makes people's brains light up less on an MRI scan when they are shown high calorie, high pleasure, high dopamine foods. 
Eating fiber increases your fat burn, it, slow, it lowers your appetite, and it burns more calories and fills you up more. Fiber is amazing. So what foods are high in fiber? So any kind of whole foods has still got fiber. Vegetables have fiber, fruit has fiber. But the highest fiber foods are things like beans, whole grains, and then to a lesser extent, things like potatoes. So beans have the most fiber in them. Whereas things like vegetables, we already talked about, they're 95% water, so they're not actually a high fiber food. You need the vegetables because they're gonna offset your calories, but you need the high fiber foods to help you with your satiety, which we're gonna talk about in the next lesson, to help you feel full and to give you what you need for uh, fueling your good gut bacteria and all these other processes that we've talked about as well. It's really important to have fiber in your diet. I've heard a lot and it comes from the starch solution uh, to have your plate with starchy vegetables and non-starchy vegetables or starches. People say starches and then your vegetables. So what I, I will probably use that definition at times but most of the time, when, what I like to talk about is high fiber foods like legumes, like whole grains, like potatoes versus vegetables, which are lower in fiber, but still whole foods. So think about it when you're thinking about how you're designing your plate. How much fiber have you got on your plate? And we'll talk more about specific portion sizes in the upcoming lessons. So to recap what we've talked about, we've talked about the three different things that influence the calorie density of a food. So number one, the macronutrient content, whether that has got more fat content or it's more carbs and protein because fat has nine calories per gram whereas protein and carbohydrates only have four calories per gram. The second thing that influences the calorie density of a food is the water content. So if something has a lot of water, it will be lower in calorie density. The third thing that influences it is that we talked about today is fiber. So fiber is going to lower the calorie density of the food because fiber is not absorbed by your body, it passes through you. So when you're looking at all of these three things as a whole, when you look at a specific food, you're gonna be able to know just by looking at it, is it high in fiber or is it lower in fiber? Has it had some processing? This is gonna change the calorie density. Is it lower in water or is it higher in water? This is also gonna change the calorie density. Is it predominantly carbs or is it predominantly fat? And that is gonna influence the calorie density as well. So when I'm thinking about foods that I would buy and I'm looking at labels, those are the things that I'm looking for. I'm looking, I mean, I can know just by basically what I know about uh, processing, uh, how processed a food is, uh, but when I'm looking at something like comparing soy milks, for example, a soy milk that has got more, that's got any kind of oil in it, I'm gonna choose the soy milk that doesn't have oil in it because it is going to be lower in calorie density. If I'm looking at something like whether I would eat a food with the skin on versus with the skin off, I'm always gonna to choose to be cooking my vegetables with the skin on. It's things like this, guys. So we're gonna show you how to build your bowls, but I want you to be thinking about using all of these three things that show you whether something is higher in calorie density or lower calorie density and how you make decisions based on these three things. Fiber is also really, really important for satiety. And in the next lesson, we're gonna be talking about what this means. So your action step for today is to go and cook a high fiber, low calorie density, whole food, 
low-fat vegan meal and you can use the ebook that I've provided with membership to give you some inspiration for that. Go cook up that meal, go do it and then I'll see you in the next lesson. Fiber also blocks calories. No, not that. <laughs> Skip that bit. <laughs>